Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. We know that the only thing left to talk about is... Doink. Yes, doink. 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 The world is not doesn't have enough doinks. That's right. Okay. Okay, uh, that is enough. Actually, <laughs> I was wrong. It is. It, 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 we... Okay, thank you. You know, it's really funny. You're, you're a child. So when Tiffany was a little girl. Okay, yeah. Okay. So when Tiffany was a little girl, my mom told her. She Tiffany had an upset stomach. She's like, oh, I'm going to puke. And, t- <laughs> and my mom goes, Tiffany, don't use that word. Use regurgitate. And Tiffany looks at her and goes. No, 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 puke, no, no. That's, puke, that's not. Puke, puke, puke. Funny you, sh- <laughs> funny you should say that because of the fact that we had a microphone there a long time ago. And when your mother said, don't say Tiffany, don't say puke, say regurgitate. Tiffany looked at your mother and said, "That was some weird sh-. That would be something that she would never do to my mother. <laughs> but nice try. That would be something that I would say. <laughs> but not Tiffany. No, no. At least I mean she was a little girl. She was like 7. <laughs> it Shelley, was just funny. Shelly if, if it was she was reprimanded by her mother. Shelly would look at her mother and say, this is going to be safe. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. That's what she'd say. No, actually, she'd say. He needs to cancel it and have a beer and a personal pan pizza at home. That's what he needs to do. Have beer and a personal pan pizza at home. <laughs> You're right, I do. Sounds pretty good, actually. Uh, it's 6.15. This is BS in the morning. We're on the Trimalcast. Yes, all three stations. At oh. least at least till the internet holds up and dies again on us. Uh, Westplex 107.1, AM 1350, KRAP, and uh, KSOQ 104.5. Obviously, we can talk all morning about what happened yesterday in Afghanistan. I don't want to belabor the point. If you want to listen to that, you can now listen to one of eight different talk radio stations in St. Louis area. I know, o- right? Overnight, four more stations turned talk. And and there, uh, there's, there's, you know, my favorite one, one at 107.7 is now Disco Talk. It used to be uh, St. Louis Z. And what they've got is they've got a drum track going on all the time. And people, the DJ, like, well, it's not DJ, the talk show host. He's, like, rapping to the beat. And then he has callers, and the callers have to pick it up. You know, like, like he'll go, like, and, and, and we're, here's down, line number two. Here, we're, for you. And then he pushes out the button. That's right, I'm here on the phone with you. I love everything just like you. I love the color. It's like blue. And that's and that's what they do. That's all morning long. And then they play commercials. And the commercials, even like like you haven't heard anything till you've heard like James Sinclair rap. I mean, like when he does that Ford rap. Oh my God, is he good? Have you heard that? <laughs> is he good or what? Can he do that Ford? He's rap? really good. I'm telling. He can tell you all about the you know the the uh, the F-150. He can rap it. He can tell you it's got a good engine. It runs like hell. That's why we're gonna come and ring the bell. We'll put you in the car. You'll be so happy. You're gonna not be so so sappy. He's you know he's you know you know what I'm saying. That was a good try, Brad. <laughs> yeah, bad try. <laughs> anyway, the only thing I'll say is... Our cars aren't crappy. <laughs> yeah, our cars aren't crappy. The only thing I'll say is, remember last week when I say, 
it's a bad optic. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I have a couple of people who actually either tweeted me or, or emailed me or, or, or texted me yesterday my comment last week about you're in office for four years, that's 460 days, work every damn one. And I criticize Obama, I criticize Trump, you're the president, work for four years, I don't want to see you on vacation, I don't want to see you on a golf course, I don't want to see you doing any of that stuff. You're the president, you're, you're, in, you're in charge 24-7, 365, it's your job, don't take a damn vacation. So he comes back from vacation yesterday, does a speech, and goes back on vacation again. And Jen Psaki, have you heard, have you seen that about the fact that she she showed back up for her vacation and she just wanted to make sure that, that nobody, that everybody understood that the United States was in control and Afghanistan was not in control, but she had her hijab on. Did you see that? No. Oh, my God. It's pretty bad. I mean, she's essentially up there on the, the, you know, the press secretary saying, well, things are, Taliban's not in control and they're not controlling anything, yet she's got a hijab on. Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. That's that's a Babylon B thing. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Look at my Facebook page. <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> you're a journalist. You need to be. You know what, what did that one lady say? You need to be more. Um, I don't know. Aware. Well, of I, what you put on your Facebook page. Well, yeah, she got she called me out, and once again, I'm going like, okay, journalism's dead. I'll say that right up front. Yeah, I have two journalism degrees. Journalism's dead. Although. Yesterday, I have to tell you, um, you know, there are moments that they talk about. There's moments seared into your mind. I mean, I will never get, I will never get, forget the short little video of those people trying to climb on that C-17, you know, American plane uh, to get away and then falling off. And if you, and if you, if you heard this goofy story, they asked the Defense Department official spokesman if those were really people falling from. We're not sure. We're checking into that. <laughs> what, what What? do you think was falling from there? If you don't know all the story of these people, as the aircraft were trying to leave the airport in Kabul yesterday, these bunch of ask, you know, Afghan people were like crawling onto the plane as it's going down the runway. And I'm going like, they're going to get crushed. And apparently some of them, you know, actually held onto the plane while it took off and they fell off at like 2,000 feet. And they're falling under the runway. I was like, oh, my God, what a terrible optic. You know, and the sad part of it is. And there's some things that you just can't unsee. And the sad part of that is. What you didn't is put that up on your Facebook page, did you? No, but what does that tell you about, about you know, what people are thinking? Like, they'd rather die than live in that country. I mean, Fight or flight, baby. How sad is that? Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. We won't talk about that. We'll talk about goofy stuff. Like, this morning, on the way in, I was listening to Jamie Allman. Oh my God, it's pretty interesting. He was talking about you know uh, straights and royal flushes and and you know on the new Hot Poker 104.9. God, what a great radio station! All poker all the time. Uh, they you know and, and and what's interesting is you don't think there's certain things you can play on the on the on the radio. They've got like like when they do you know like if you ever watch those stupid uh, TV shows where they show like the the world championship of poker and they have like the little cameras yes. embedded into yes. the into the table and they're sweating well you know you don't know they've got sunglasses on right but they have the little cameras they had little cameras embedded in the table and then they pull their cards up over the little little port has camera and you can see what cards they're holding so you know oh he's got a ace of diamonds and blah 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 yeah in the radio version they have they have a woman who comes on and on on Hot Poker 104.9, and and she goes like, and 
Player number two has a two, a four, and a three, all of diamonds. And player number four has a king, a queen, and a jack, all of all of hearts. And she does this little, you know, and you go like, wow. And this you, little golf play-by-play. Yeah, 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 it's exactly. Thanks you so much. You're exactly right. It's like, it's like the guys whisper like that, and he's approaching the hole, and, and he's got his club in his hand, and he just got mad at his caddy, and he just hit his caddy in the head with his golf club. Oh, my God, it's terrible. No. <laughs> and he's using the four iron instead of the – I, I don't golf, so I don't even know if there is a four iron. Oh, yeah, there's a four iron. <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact I, I was so bad at golf. But the crazy thing is, I was good at irons and I was bad at woods. So I got to be really good at irons, and I would play the whole course with irons, and people would make fun of me. So I went out and bought. It was hard to find. I bought a one iron. Okay, no, hardly anybody. If you talk to most golfers, nobody has a one iron because they're very hard to hit. And the running joke was a friend of mine. I played golf with him one day, and I had my one iron. This was years ago, and he says, "You know, there's only two people in a, that can hit a one iron." And I go, yeah, who's that? He says, Arnold Palmer and God. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, like, watch this. And I crushed a one iron. He's going, like, damn, there's, now there's three people. <laughs> Goes, now there's three people. Well, it's just sort of, see, I could never hit woods. I was terrible at that. And when I was in high school, I, I you know, I, 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 friends of mine were on the golf team. And we went to the, went to the, the you know, the, the uh, driving range. Matter of fact, the one was out there on, on Lindbergh. Um, not too far off of New Halls Ferry. It was started down the valley. I don't even know if what's there anymore. It's probably long gone. But there was a driving range down. I used to go all the time and, and hit bucket of balls. And uh, one there night, was yeah, one night one of my friends was there. He was on the golf team, and I was hitting seven irons. And he's going like, "What are you doing with a seven iron on the driving range?" I go, "Because I'm real good at a seven iron, and I could hit a seven iron about 185 yards back in my prime." And he's going like, "Damn." 185 minutes was like that for a seven iron. That's like, that's a long shot. Although not anymore. Like you see these pros, like, you know, they grab like a seven iron. They can hit it 400 yards now. God, these guys are good. Did you see that thing the other day? Was it the, the, the golf thing, uh, the, the TPC? I can't remember which player was where his ball ended up like right on the edge of this like retaining wall. And, and he took the club and stood backwards and hit the, the ball going backwards. It was pretty funny because he couldn't. the The ball was right. You'd have to see the visual. The ball was right up against. The, they had. They have a. They have a paint mark that they marked on 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 the ground that that would be out of play. So the ball was like almost on that paint mark. So he and and the way the thing was, he couldn't stand because he was on a retaining wall, and he couldn't stand on the retaining wall because that was out of bounds. You can't hit a ball with your feet from out of bounds. It's not not legal. So he stood backwards, took the club, turned it around backwards, and stroked the ball, you know, going backwards, and put it on the green. I'm going like, yeah, that guy's good. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just one of those things. Anyway, uh, what are we going to talk about this morning? Yes, stuff lined up? <laughs> yeah, because I'm always prepared like that. <laughs> yeah, I got stuff. I got stuff. Here, me... I have stuff. I actually, I, I, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about something that happened yesterday. No, we can't talk about that. I can thank people. Uh, we can't talk about that. You know what I want to talk about? I heard an ad what? for a car dealer. Matter of fact, I heard this on the new on the new uh, the new station, the new uh, you know the new uh, uh, hot poker one hundred four nine. I heard a car dealer up in North County, a used car dealer, offering a thirty year, three hundred thousand mile warranty. And I'm going like, no, hold on a minute now, a thirty year, three hundred thousand mile warranty. 
I'm going like, I don't know about that. Think about that for a minute. If you bought a car today in 2021, according to this guy, and you didn't put more than 300,000 miles on it, that warranty would be good until 2051, okay? In 2051, I will be 116, you know? So I don't think that warranty is going to do me too much good, okay? And 300,000 miles. Now, the Grand Poopa, here I am right here, myself, I have cars right now that have more than 300,000 miles on it. You know, uh, matter of fact, I have two trucks. One truck is, both of them are, two trucks are just under 400,000 miles. And I put almost every single mile in both those trucks. But I'm going like three-year, a 30-year, 300,000-mile warranty. Don't you want to read the fine print on that one? <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some crazy weird fine print on that. Don't you think? Well, just basically that they're just going to cover the car. Well, but how do they do that? 30 years? In 30 years, you're 29. And, well, it's and, better than lifetime. But but once again. in It's like saying it's a lifetime warranty, but, but they're actually putting um, a time stamp on it. But how do you even know that the this little car dealer is going to well, be around in 30 that years? That was my point, and not, especially that, not in North County. Leonard Griggs is, is back at the airport, and he's decided he wants to take Is all, he? Yeah, he wants to take all of Flarsen, all of Hazelwood, and all of Spanish Lake and make it into a runway. He's just going to. Just chop all the houses out of North County and just make it into a big airport up there. So, I actually thought that you <laughs> that he was back at Lambert. No, I, I don't know if he's. I, don't, I think he. I think he's no longer with us. I think he's at that great airport in the sky. I'll look it up. Oh, in the you next think break. so? Yeah, I don't think he's around anymore. You know. Yeah, he ran a tight ship. Yeah, tight ship. All right. Yeah, we need that W1W. Remember that? And yes, then I they, do. Then when they get it done, there's like to the point where I told you my the guy that used to be on the air on on our AM station. Um, Guy Midkiff, he was an American Airlines pilot, and he told me all the time that the air traffic controllers were always, always trying to get people on to use that new runway, and nobody wanted wanted to use it. And part of it was, and you probably know this, part it of it takes was, a long time to taxi. Exactly. If you land from from east to west, if you're on like you know, if you're landing into the west, you end up at 270, and then you have to taxi back to the terminal, which takes 15 minutes. You know, because think about it. Like, if you're at 270 and and 70, and you're heading east and 70, and you're doing 15 miles an hour, which is what they're taxing at, like 15, 20 miles an hour, it, it takes you like 10 minutes to drive from 270 to the airport main terminal. I'm going like, and he's going like, we always hate it when they give us that runway. I go like, well, do you ever use? Nope, we hate that runway. Okay, whatever. Leonard Griggs would not like to hear that. It's 627. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley together. And matter of fact, you know what's interesting? I've had people. You ever, you ever seen a picture of Jimmy Allen? I have not. Uh, I've had people that tell me that I look just like Jimmy Allen as far as his upper torso is concerned. You know, his chest, arms, a whole bit. I look just like him. Oh, I see. I don't know <laughs> what he looks like, so... I don't know if you're teasing me or not. Oh, no, no, no. I'd look just like him. Um, you know, that's sort of a country song. He's but ripped, I... isn't he? Yeah, he's got big old okay. biceps. Yeah, he's, he's the kind of... Not that you're not ripped, <laughs> although I don't know, but... He's the kind of dude that you, you don't want to mess with. And uh, you know what? And I have to tell you, I love that song. And Brad Paisley... I do, too. Well, they're both... The video is pretty good. It's a little bit corny at times. You know, uh, some of the videos, like, you know, like, okay, they're mailing it in. But that one's pretty good. It's it's sort of weird. It's got some weird weird parts in it. You know, I think, you know what you know what it is? I think what? that the videos nowadays are mainly being recorded in states where marijuana is legal. And I think Jamie Allman is there. Okay, now, here's what we're going to do. 
we're gonna take a couple tokes and you're gonna stand in your head over there and you're gonna you're gonna look like you're like sort of in space you know like sort of the way I look in the morning when I'm on the air on 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 hot poker 104.9 uh, and, you're so bad. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna come over and slap you upside the head with his marijuana hand. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Shelly. And it begins. Shelly, until I started radio poop, most of the people in town in the radio business were like considered my friends. Now they all hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Way to win friends and influence people, Brad. <laughs> Jeff Alien and Joe Rush, the xylophone player that got kicked out of the group Rush. And, 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 oh, and Vic Porcelli, Vic Porcelli, who's who's mad at me because I told him, I said, you know, I said that he's going to leave 1019 and move over to 1049 because he's he's a poker player. And it's funny, I heard him talking about it yesterday. Yeah, I'm a radio nerd. I listen to all these guys. Yeah, I'm a big poker player. No, no kidding, dude. You always talk about, you know, and once again, Different strokes for different folks. I don't get it. I don't. I tried to learn the game. I just don't get it. You know. And I know there's people that like. You know. There's people that make money at it. Um, God, I had someone I knew that that won a ton of money at it, and then they they blew it all. But that you know, isn't that life? You get money and you blow it all. You know. Yeah, pretty much. Right. That's pretty. Uh, you cash, pretty accurate statement about life. You cash your check on Friday, and it's gone by Friday night. Right. I told, yep. I told you the one lady who used to work for me. God, I won't mention her name because of the fact she was getting divorced from this guy. And and she talked about how he had a union job, made a lot of money. She talked about they got paid every Friday. He'd go cash his check and he'd go to the bar and he'd come home with 10 bucks. <laughs> that was, that's awesome. That was, that's awesome? You'd like a dude like that to be married to? That he, no, I was he, being sufficient. He blew his whole paycheck at the bar. I go like... I go like, what kind of money was he making? She goes, he was making like eight, nine hundred dollars a week. I go like, how did he miss, spend that much money at the bar? I mean, can you? Oh, oh he'd buy. It's easy. He'd buy drinks. Hey, drinks. For I was me. gonna say he was the bar guy. It's <laughs> right, right. like drinks for everyone. Yeah, drinks for everyone yeah, at the bar. Give him a shot. Right, right. And then the bizarre part of it was, then they after got divorced. I got. It's like it's like these weird things. It's like yesterday. I won't forget the Afghan thing. Uh, she 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 came into work one morning and she looked at me and she goes, "You're not gonna believe the but blah 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 won't mention his name because I've mentioned the name he has a very unique name bought a Harley," and she looked at me and she says, "He'll be dead in six months," and like two months later, one night he's driving his Harley home from the the bar, the road turned right he went straight hit a tree tree hit on killed instantly bang gone, I mean like you are just a a uh, plethora. Man, of but, good times today. No, aren't no, but you? talking about calling that one. I mean, she said, you know, I it didn't take six because months because she put it out in the universe. Uh, okay. You can't put stuff like that out in the universe and not expect some kind of backlash. Okay, today what's going to happen? Britney Spears is going to call me, and she's going to say, Brad, I want you to be my new conservator. I want you to run my financial affairs, and I will give you twenty five percent of everything I make. Um, I am going to get you a new car. I'm going to get you a. Uh, we're going to lease a new a plane for you. Matter of fact, we're going to we're going to not screw around with a, with a, a Gulfstream. We're going to go with a Falcon jet. You know, three engine Falcon jet. Um, I'm going to get you. Uh, oh, that's something I want to talk about. I'm going to get you Nelly's house. Um, you oh, know, out yeah. in Wildwood. By the way, you need to talk to Angie Harness about that because. I, that's something that's on my list of things to talk about. I put this on my Facebook page the other day. You know how you get these stupid, 
you know, clickbait stories that like, you're not going to believe what happened to this person. And, you know, you, you read a page and there's like a bunch of ads and, and it's like, and then they trim their toenails and you're not going to believe what happened next. And you go to the next page. There's a whole great big thing about Nellie's house and it's full of BS because it talks about like, Nellie's house is in the middle of nowhere. You have to, you, you, if you're hiking out in the woods, you might come across this and you're going like, what's this mansion doing in the middle of the woods? It's, it's nowhere. It's not anywhere near civilization. It's out in Wildwood or it's almost in Eureka, you know, and like the whole thing is like, okay, like, oh, this person's never been there. BS, 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 BS. And, but they've got pictures in the inside, which I've never seen before. And, and she's They had pictures on the inside before. No, there were a ton of pictures in this one. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this. We'll talk about that next hour. And, and if you know the story, it's like, what, on like 20 acres or something like that. It sits on a big bluff out in Wildwood, the edge of Wildwood between Wildwood and Eureka. It overlooks the Merrimack River Valley. And it went on the market for like $600,000, which nowadays gets you two bedrooms and 1,200 square feet. You know, with the way the crazy things are now with the way the real estate market is. But anyway, um, and it's a stupid long story to talk about. And I'm, most of it's like BS because, like, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, it talked about, you know, like, for example, it talked about the Band-Aid word in his face. You know what that was all about? The what? Nelly used to wear a Band-Aid on his face. You know about this? A bandana on his face? No, a Band-Aid. You know, like a bandage, like a Band-Aid. You know, oh, like... yes, yes, I knew he did that. Right, yes. okay, he did. And you know why that was? Was it some kind of political statement? Oh, he got in a big fight with Gillette. And matter of fact, one of their razors nicked his face, and, and he tried to sue him, and they said, you know, screw you. So he said, okay, I'm just going to wear a Band-Aid on my face all the time to show how bad your razors are. That's not true. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> What's the name of the show again? It's it's uh, Brad's BS in the morning. <laughs> Just Brad's BS. Shelly has don't even BS. <laughs> no. And and then he got in a fight with Jamie Allman. I speak nothing. I am just you know driven snow. I speak nothing but truth. Wow. Yeah. Nothing but truth. NBT. That's gonna be a gauntlet, isn't it? NBT. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The, the, the gauntlet's been thrown. Hold hasn't it. it. Now, I got. That's recorded. how you're taking that. Six, I know you are. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Pull that one out. I speak nothing but truth. That'll be along with the other great Shellyisms that I can play all the time. Like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, like, Brad. Like, like, you like, make me proud. Like, hold on a minute. Her, uh, no, here, here's one of Shelly's favorites. Would she rather carry 20 pounds of batteries or a rolled up solar panel? And by the way, what has happened to Kamala? She's like disappeared off the face of the earth. Nobody sees her she anymore. She has. She's like gone. Like nobody sees her anymore. You know, maybe like, she's got the, the vid. No, I don't think that. I, you know what? I think she's in. I see. I, she put something on her Facebook page about about uh, about uh, about COVID nineteen, and they blocked her. That's not true. They Stop did. It. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I told you this. We talked about that yesterday. The, the St. Louis County Council meeting. They put the video yeah. from last week or the two weeks ago on Facebook, or no, on YouTube, and YouTube flagged it and took it down. Yep. Because you don't go like, okay, it was a county council meeting. Well, they, they mentioned they mentioned COVID-19. You, I mean, it's like, God, talking about it. And I don't know if you notice this. If you do anything on your Facebook page, if you put anything about, like, you know, my my my, my good friend down the street has COVID-19, you get that you get that that automatic post on Facebook. You know what I'm talking about? It's you know, you haven't seen that before? No. 
if I bet you, I, I, here, I'll tell you something. I'll put a, a post on my Facebook page this morning. Matter of fact, when I close the microphone, as soon as I finish this break, I'll put a post on there about, about COVID-19, won't be anything negative, and but by the end of the show, by 8 o'clock, I will have a warning on my page from Facebook because I dared to mention COVID-19. It's just bizarre. It's like talking about like the thought police. You know what I mean? Like, and, the you know, thought police. You no, know, And I get it. You know, Facebook and Twitter, they're private enterprises. I get it. You know, but yet the crazy thing about it is you think about this, you think about like, like, okay, they banned Donald Trump on Twitter, but yet the Taliban has an account on Twitter. Think about that for a minute. Who's the worst of those two? Some people would say Trump, but I think most people would say the Taliban, right? You know, I was like, okay, and, and, for, and it's like, I don't get that. And not only that, I'm Mr. Free Speech. You know, I'm the kind of guy that's like, hey, look. Yes, you are. I'm the kind of guy that's going. The one time I made a little faux pas, and you're like, I'm not telling you to take it down, but just remember you represent the station. Well, no, so, no. of course, I had to take it down. Well, no, no, no. No, the idea being is, is that this is this goofy thing about, like, you know, candidates on radio stations. Like, you know, I mean, like, God, I won't go through the whole stupid story, but, but, you know, people just, they don't want to hear, hear opposing viewpoints. They want to hear, because, and that's human nature. You want to you listen to a radio station or, or someone that, like, espouses your views. You don't want to hear some, if you're like a, a liberal, you don't want to hear some guy say, I think, um, you know, Donald Trump's going to come. You don't, you don't want to hear Tracy Ellis. That's what you don't want to hear. If you're a liberal, you don't want to hear Tracy Ellis. Because she's going to tell you they're going to recount the votes and that Donald Trump's going to be back in office and that Joe Biden's going to be thrown in jail and all that kind of stuff. Anyway. I'm going to get off the air and I'm going to make a post about COVID-19. We'll see how long it takes till till I get flagged from Facebook, okay? Do you know that Mike Elam just did that? What did what did he do? He just made a random COVID post. How do you know that? Because I'm on Facebook. Did he hear me talk about that? I don't know. I'm just that's actually what I'm putting in the comments section. Okay. We'll see what happens. 6:47. Hold on a minute, Shelly. I'm putting up my uh, Facebook page post for COVID-19. Um, COVID-19 test before you can get in. Okay. I have it. This is my experiment. Okay. Uh, BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. We're talking about the Facebook deal. If you mention COVID-19 in any of your posts, they automatically put this goofy link up about find out more about COVID-19. Find out more. Talk to the expert, Dr. Fauci. He knows everything there is about COVID-19. How come he's not gotten it? Are you there? I don't think she's there. She's gone. No, I'm not gone. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I turned my pot down so Are I don't you, bother you. Is, is Jamie Allman there again? <laughs> no, that would be turning the pot up. <laughs> um, what did you say? I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I made my test post on Facebook. Yes. And I put in here because, you know, the new venue out in the bit in the news, the new venue out in, in Chesterfield, the new music venue called The Factory. The, it came out yesterday that they're joining like, you know, Del Mar Hall and the pageant that you have to have either test results or a COVID-19, uh, you know, a vaccine card to get in. By the way, if you've seen that thing, it's not funny, but it is where the... Um, did you know that Memphis is a point of entry in the United States? It's sort of weird. You'd think that most of the point of entry, like import, export, Memphis, you know, like Miami and, and New York and L.A. and places like that that's would be. A big, that's a big uh, big naval base up there. In in Memphis? That's Tennessee. No, I'm sorry. Wrong place. <laughs> I was May, yes. Say, 
No, there's not a naval base in Memphis. It's on the Mississippi River. That would be like saying there's a naval base in downtown St. Louis. Uh, anyway, the point I was going to make there's was... There's a base there because Kimmy's been stationed there before. But it's not a, not a big naval base. Oh, you know, okay. Whatever. What? Anyway, go on. Years ago, carry on smartly. Years ago, I, I I'd never admit this, but years ago, I I was in jail for a while. There's there's still a felony conviction on my on my record. I okay. Pu- I punched a guy in the stomach right in right in his belly button. And I got arrested for attacking naval base. <sighs> Dad joke <laughs> alert. <laughs> Anyway, they 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 confiscated all these these phony COVID nineteen vaccine cards that were being shipped in from China, and they had all sorts of misspelled words on them. That doesn't surprise me. It's like, how can you guys not get this? I mean, you know, can't you just copy it? I mean, you know, can't you just scan it in and do it that way? Do you have to retype it or stuff like that? It's just like, like my son used to always kid about this. I had I had a. Uh, God, years ago, I had a diesel generator that was, uh, the engine was made. As a matter of fact, it was a Kubota, and, you know, which is a really good diesel engine. And, and, and no, it wasn't. It was, it was an Isuzu. And the manual was written in what my son called English, which, which he read it, and it didn't make any sense. You know what I mean? It's like somebody put it through the old-time word processor, you know, oh, how are we going to translate this from, from Chinese or Japanese into English? And it didn't, you know what I mean? It didn't make any sense. You know, I'm, I've no, was never good at, at at diagramming sentences. You know, the pronoun goes here, and you know, the adjective should go here, and never end with a preposition, all that kind of stuff. And to me, I'm going like, I was never good at that. But man, I can sure diagnose these or, or diagram these goofy sentences that t- translated from Chinese or English or Japanese into English. Anyway, we'll see how long. Here's what I put on, on my Facebook page. I put the factory is now making you. Uh, I gotta edit that. I should put. Hold it. I take a. Thank you. You take. Here, I gotta change that. Take a COVID nineteen test before you can get in, and I put a link to the factory. Okay, that's my test post on Facebook. We'll see by the end of the. And already, I've got two shares on it. Who in the world did that? Okay, already by the end of the show, I'll bet you any money there'll be the the Facebook warning on there that don't you mention COVID nineteen? You can't do that. It's like you know, it's like Facebook turning into your like your mom. You know what I mean? Your mom would like, no, you can't, you can't say that. Are, or is, it, is Facebook turning into Shelly? Brad, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that to me all the time. <laughs> it, <laughs> then you're laughing and you're like, oh, God, that's going to get me in trouble. It's 6.58. He is Brad. And now he turns me on. So um, I, you're listening to BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. He is Brad. And together we make the tribal cast of BS in the Morning. You can find us on the web at uh, bsinthemorning.show or you can go to westplex1071.com or you can go to kslq.co because we're travel casting the BS in the Morning show. And, uh, Brad, I don't remember yesterday. And the only reason why I know what today is is because of my pill minder. I really can't lose weight fast because my face won't keep up. And all of those are true statements. Hashtag truth. Hi, Brad. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bop. Um. So I learned about roaches. I did not know that. I got hairy legs. I did not know that. I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. I did not know that. I got hairy legs. I did not know that. 
draw back two and punt. Yeah, I got bronchitis. Laws are made to be broken. I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. You feel better? I do. Good. I'm sorry, a little bit of dead air. I had to go reboot a computer. Oh, God. You know, you, you know, I heard a guy the other day get a get a pretty good uh, a pretty good line. <clears throat> he says, "I have the same education as Bill Gates." And you know what that is? Uh, high school diploma. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself, that's a great line. I have a same I have the same education as Bill Gates. I have a high school diploma because he never graduated. I think he was in only went to Harvard or something like that for one semester or something like that. You know, and once again, I you know, back in the day, it was different back then. Now, if you go into college, you're wasting your time unless you get you get a degree that requires uh, you know, that some professional thing like a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. If you're going for like broadcasting, you know, don't, you know, you might as well. Here, here's my suggestion. If you're going for like communications or especially journalism, just take all the money that, you know, your parents are going to give you are the, the loans you're going to take. You know, you know, right now, I, I'm wrong. You should go to college right now because, you know, when AOC has her way, she's going to, you know, all the college loans are just going to disappear. You won't owe them anymore. So go to college, party your butt off, have fun, and, you know, get like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. And then, you know, then when Joe Biden signed that bill, oh, all, all, all educational loans are forgiven. God. Do you know that... Um... Financial planners are telling people that have student loans not to pay them. I mean, pay the minimal that you know to keep it current, but don't pay them off because that bill will be signed. I I think it will. And 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 look at it this way: How would you feel if and like for example, I mean, my kids. You know, uh, three of my kids went to college. Two of them graduated. One of them didn't. Um, and um, you know, I'm not saying that we gave them tons of money but we tried to help them out as much as we could i was like the car dude how many times did i go down to columbia to fix cars you know both my daughter and my son uh, who you know uh, my my middle son who was at school there um god i don't know how many times i went down to fix their cars matter of fact you want to hear a funny story <laughs> sure <laughs> matter of fact on, on my little blue car that i'm driving now that was the hand-me-down car. That was my my wife's car. Then it was then it was my daughter's car, and then it was then it was my son's car. And he had it down in Mizzou, and he moved off campus and he moved into an apartment. <clears throat> and he called me up and said, "Dad, I'm having trouble with my car. Can't get it started." I'm he's driving his his girlfriend's car at the time, going back and forth to campus. They would ride together. Okay, so. I'm going like, okay, maybe I should just go down. It was like he called me on a Friday. I go, maybe I should just go down there on Saturday and check it out. Well, I didn't realize that my oldest son, he'd also called my oldest son, and my oldest son picked up my youngest son. So all three of my sons were down at my son's apartment that were at Mizzou. My three, my three sons? And my three sons were down there. And I pull up to his apartment, and the car sitting out in front of his apartment building, and the hood's up, but nobody's around. So I'm going like, well, they're working on the car. There's nobody around. So because part of the problem was he had a bad battery. So I bought a new battery on the way down there. So I get out my tools and I start putting the battery in. And all of a sudden, my sons come running out of the apartment. And they thought they didn't realize it was me. They thought it was some guy who just drove up and was trying to steal his car. (laughs) 
they'd oh, looked, how fun. They looked out the window of the apartment, and my old son says, hey, Blake, somebody's trying to steal your car. Because <laughs> I had my back to him. They didn't realize it was me because I parked across the parking lot. So I'm underneath the hood, you know, wrenching on the on the, on the the car, and they run out of the apartment. They're getting ready to beat the crap out of me. And then they turn around and go, oh, it's Dad. Well, let's just beat the crap out of him anyway. And they just beat the crap yeah, out of him. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> that didn't stop them. Did yeah, they just beat the living daylights out of me. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> And that was the sec. That was like the third or fourth time I rescued that car. The one time the muffler fell off. Well, it didn't totally fall off. It it the the flange between the exhaust manifold and the exhaust pipe broke. So you know the muffler was hanging down there, but it wasn't connected anymore. And it sounded like Mario Andretti's car. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem was when you hit a bump, the, the muffler would like like the exhaust pipe would hit the ground and like I brought it brought it back at night and I hit a couple bumps and there was like sparks flying out behind me on the highway and I think to myself I think I better fix this so I I think I stopped at the the infamous highway 54 truck stop right there at 70 in Kingdom City where everybody stops at Do you know you know what somebody told me you know that what? McDonald's right there in 54 and 70 in Kingdom City you know the yes. Mc- supposedly yes, I that's know what you're talking about. that's the highest volume McDonald's in the state of Missouri that does really. That's what I've heard. That that McDonald's does more business than mo- any other McDonald's in the entire state. I don't know if that's true or not. So anyway, I crawl in a car and with piece of, with a coat hanger, wire the exhaust pipe up so it doesn't keep falling down and hitting the ground and hitting big sparks. You know, people behind me getting like spark baths. I asked you to do that with my uh, the panel underneath my car, and you wouldn't do it. It's because it's plastic. You're like, ooh, that's bad. That's plastic. See ya. That's plastic, and it's not causing any sparks. You know, I mean, like, you know, they don't. There's no. There's no metal in any cars anymore. It's all. It's all plastic. It's all plastic. I know, but it looks silly. Well, that's the best kind of car. No, it's not. Um, hold on, man. Everyone stops here. Um. Can I listen online? You know, by the way, for some reason, the reason I was I was late getting back on the air here, our streaming computer is causing us problems. I don't know what's going on. If you're trying to stream us right now, it's not working right now. And I've tried to fix it. I rebooted it. It has a nasty habit that if you, we don't have the latest Microsoft Windows update, it doesn't operate right. So I put in, you know, so far this morning, talking about multitasking, I fixed two computers so far this morning. At least I thought I fixed that one. I rebooted it and put the new um, update on, and it still doesn't work right. But anyway, I'm trying to get that fixed. Uh, What were you saying again now? You were saying something. I don't know what I was saying. Um, The smartest woman in the world says everyone stops at that McDonald's on Highway 54 in Kingdom City. I think so. (laughs) You know, they rebuilt the truck stop. The truck stop's gone. I mean, the truck stop that would, was was like on the that would be on the the west side of 54. In other words, if you get if you're going if you're going east on on 70 and you get off at 54 and you make the right and the first place used to have a used to have a car place on the one side and truck stop on the other. They took the truck stop part out of it, and now it's just not a big old monstrous convenience store uh, with uh, you know 42,000 gas pumps. And by the way, we're getting one of those new mega gas stations down there uh where the old chrysler plant was do you know about this is that called a bixler no yeah ray bixler yeah pain in the ass anyway uh anyway no okay (laughs) didn't mean to bring up that memory yeah anyway (laughs) um god i could tell you a story about him but i won't uh, about a guy falling out of the back of his limousine one night but that's a whole nother story okay um good fast times at ridgemont high brad the um, if you if you know, I went to see my son not this past Christmas or the Christmas before, 
and there's this place down between Mobile, my fun, son lives in Pensacola, and there's this place on Interstate 10 between Mobile and uh, Pensacola called Bucky's, B-U-C-K-E-E. That's what it is, yeah. But it's not a Bucky's, and it's this huge, monstrous gas station that literally, when I say it has 100 pumps, I'm not kidding. You can be on, I think, I think this one has 110 gas pumps, 110. And the convenience store is like a Walmart store. You walk inside, it's like, oh, my God. They've got, you know, place in the middle where you can get, like, you know, there's, like, a, a you know, gourmet place where they're slicing up beef sandwiches, and there's a bakery in the back, and there's a this, and there's a that, and, and they got 42,000 bottles of wine and booze, and it's just a monstrous place. And it's not called Bucky's. I think it's called, the smartest woman in the world thinks she texts me, I think it's called, it's called Wally's. I think that's what it's called. It's called, it's called Wally's. And it's going to have, like, 50 gas pumps and a big old monstrous place. And the only downside to me... Where's it going to go? It's right there. It's 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 where the Chrysler plant used to be. But it's right up against... And here's the problem I have with this, is that that on the highway down there, on the, the service roads in both the north and south, they're, 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 they're westbound or eastbound in one direction. In other words, you can't go backwards. In other words, if you get off, if you're going, if you're going east on 44, I guess you'd have to get off at, I don't know where in the world you'd get off at. If you're going east in 44, you'd get off at Bowles, and I guess you'd go down Bowles, and you'd, you'd snake your way back. I don't know how you'd get there. I, you know what? Now think about it. You get off at Bowles, you can't make a left. You can make a left there at Bowles, you make a right down it. So that's where it's going to be. So if you're, going, if you're going west in 44, you'd have to get off. And you know they're going to change those exits around there. They're still working on that that set the third part of the new bridge over the Merrimack River right there at the Road Ranger place. They're going to change that around. So if you're going west in 44. Let me guess. It's going to be a, what is that called? A circle? No, oh. no, no. Ho, ho. What's that called? What's that called? A turnabout. A roundabout. And a roundabout. That's it. And you know, Dave Murray, did you know that Dave Murray's brother is a meteorologist and he specializes he, in this? Did you ever hear him talk I, about this? I did know that. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. When people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. That's Dwayne Murray, Dave Murray's brother, who's also a meteorologist, and he has little interesting viewpoints. Anyway, they're putting in that big gas station there, and it's called, I think it's called Wally's. And it's like a ripoff on, on, um, on um, let me see if I can look it up. Wally's... Um, because they've already got the building, the building, the superstructure for the building is up, and they already got the the posts up for the uh, for the uh, you know the uh, what do you call it the the cover that goes over the gas gas pump. You know what I'm talking about? What I do, you, do. What do you call that thing? What do you call that thing that's over the gas pumps? Wally's gas station. Here it is. The things yeah, that we, are over the gas pumps. Yeah, pavilion. What do you call it? Yeah, it's called Wally's. Coming soon to to oh, okay. uh, Fenton, Missouri yeah. website. Wally's. Okay, here's Fenton Logistics Park signs deal for retailers first St. Louis stations. Wally's will have more than thirty-five thousand square feet of space dedicated to food and retail offerings, in addition to sixty-eight gas pumps. A new travel center brand uh, brand has been selected. The Fenton Logistics Park for its first St. Louis area. The brand Wally's have more than thirty-five thousand square feet. Blah 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 blah. Wally signed a long-term lease to occupy a nearly eight-acre site in Fenton Logistics Park. It marks the first location in St. Louis area for Wally's. We're excited to be by, by, by offering convenience. Uh, travel center also marks Fenton Logistics Park first retail development owned and developed by Clayton-based Capital Development. Park is a home mix of medical, industrial, office tenants, including. 
uh, Westplex 107.1, uh, hot talk, uh, uh, you know, hot, hot poker, hot 104.9, poker. uh, real talk, by the way, <laughs> you know, what's even more confusing. Obvi- what? Obviously I'm kidding about hot poker. Did you know what, what night 104.9 is called? What? Real talk. And you know what 93.3 is called? What? Real talk. Think about that for a minute. Okay. What was the first real talk? 104.9. The hot poker station is actually the real name is Real Talk 104.9. Is that true? Yes, it's the honest to God truth. It's called the Patriot Real Talk 104.9. The Patriot Real Talk 104.9, and then okay. Tracy's station is 93.9. Real Talk 93. Point, or 93.3. Anyway, that's all another story. Anyway, uh, who's who's digging me? Hold on a minute. And by the way, uh, home of the Great American Road Trip. Uh, hold it. Uh, let me look at this. Let me see if my Facebook page has already been, uh, Mike Elam's already been updated. You know, that's funny. We talked about the, the test, the test of putting COVID-19 in. And, you know, it's not on my page yet. Maybe they heard me talking about this. Yeah, they must have. God, because it's funny because Mike, did you see what Mike put on there? Yeah. He's essentially taunting them. Here, let me find it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Where well, maybe you... it's because he didn't have a different link. Maybe it's all about the links. He's got, I'm making a random post and adding COVID-19 just to see if it will trigger a label on my post. To be clear, the post has nothing to do with the virus and says nothing about getting a vaccine. Purely for my entertainment, thanks. And like five minutes later, there it is. The Facebook. Visit COVID-19 Information Center for vaccine resources. Get vaccine info. God, is that weird or what? I'm talking about Big Brother looking out after you. You know what I'm saying? No, Big Brother is... When you have um, medical professionals, you know, like paramedics and stuff in your house, and then you, they leave, and then Alexa sends you a notification that says, don't forget to update your health information. Okay. Do you want to talk about this? I do. I do. I'm not going to talk a lot about it. But I just, I, I, I just feel like I need to say thank you. Um, there, it's for, it's, it's. So there was a family member that was not well, and um, your, I called the ambulance. Your family member. We have. To, yeah, my family member. In, in your yeah, house. This was my family member. In your house. In my house. Okay. Yes. Make it sound. And okay. I called the ambulance, and they showed up. The ambulance showed up, as did the fire department. As did the police department, actually. And um, they were just excellent. I mean, their professionalism and their kindness and their vibe was just amazing. And I just wanted to give a thank you to the paramedics that came out, to the firemen that came out of the Cottonville Fire Protection District, and uh, the police department. And they were just was that St. Charles? Wonderful to you both have, me and my family member. You have St. Charles County Police, right, where you're at, right? Yes. Okay. And, you know, once again, I'll say it, and once again, I'll tell the story. I put myself through college as a police dispatcher, and I worked with, I don't know, a department had 40, 50 officers, stuff like that. There were a couple jerks. Most of them were very nice. Most of them I would, I would trust my life to. I'm serious. I would have. A yes. couple of them, not so much, but you know, once again, that's the way life is. And I told you, the story was, we had one guy, good old Southern boy, 
who wasn't racially biased. He was just hippie biased. He hated hippies. I don't care if you were green, purple, orange, black, white, you know, Italian, Jewish, whatever. If you were a hippie, he didn't like you, and he would make your life miserable. But that was just him. But the majority of them were great people. And what's so sad about this is that I heard this thing. Matter of fact, I heard it on Tracy's station. I got to see if I call this guy up and see if he come on the air with this. I think, he's, I think his name is Steve Lewis. I believe he's the chief of police of Ellisville. And he gave these, these statistics for July. Last month, today is the 17th, so only 18 days ago, he gave these statistics. And he gave these statistics for all the police. There's some website that lists all the police officers who've been killed every month. It's some law enforcement website. And every month, they post all the, all the law enforcement officers who've been killed in the line of duty. And, across the nation? Yeah, across the nation, across the country. And he read, like, every last one of them from July. And the crazy thing about it was, and this was his point, the crazy thing about it was every last one of them the, was uh, like, you know, like one of them was a guy, you know, call for domestic disturbance. He shows up at the front door, guy shoots him, kills him. You know, shoot the, the teed off husband kills the police officer. Uh, other officers show up. And the point of what he was saying was every single one of these officers who killed in the line of duty either returned fire or other officers returned fires. In other words, let's say the, in this case, the police officer was killed. Another police officer showed up. Then they got into a gun battle. And the perpetrator, who the first guy, you know, the, the, the guy who was originally called on, was shot. Every last one of them was shot and not killed. And every last one of them, as soon as the, the you know, person who had killed the police officer was incapacitated, they immediately started life-saving first aid on them got the ambulance there and got him to the hospital and every single one of the guys lived. Now, how bizarre is that? And think about that. How unfair is that? Here are these guys and the point he was making was, you know, police officers are so bad, why didn't they just shoot these guys till they were dead? You know, you know, once again, boom, 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 you know, you know, he it looks he looks dead to me. No, shoot him a couple more times. Boom, boom, boom. No, as soon as the guy went down, in other words, as soon as the criminal who already killed another police officer this, these are guys who shot a police officer and killed him, and the other police officer who were on the scene or responded then got in gun battles with these guys, incapacitated them with a shot, you know, didn't kill them, immediately provided. And I've seen these videos where the cops will shoot a guy, and as soon as he's on the ground, they're doing CPR on him. I'm going like, okay, I get it. They don't want to kill the guy. They don't want to, they, you know, and it's yet, the cops, all they don't want to do is kill people. They just want to kill people. Just shoot them and kill, kill them dead. They don't care. They just want to shoot them. How many times have you heard that? They just want to kill people. And especially, they want to kill black people. They just want to kill black people. No, they don't want to kill anybody. Right? Absolutely. I mean, you know. I mean, who wants that on their soul? Not Seriously. me. Not me. You know, <laughs> I don't want I that mean, on my soul. I mean, when you take one of the things, and I've gone through the course, you know, for concealed carry, which you don't have to take anymore, but that's a whole other story. They always tell you, they go, your absolute positive last resort is pulling out your gun and using it. Absolute positive last resort. Because they talk but about... But when you do pull it out, you need to have the intent of... Exactly. That's the point. Finishing it off. The point, well, not finishing it off. The idea is that you can't be timid about it. If you get to the point where you realize That's what I mean. that you have to pull out your weapon and use it to save your life or save someone else, else's life, you can't go, well, well, should I shoot him or not? <laughs> no, you got to make that. And that's what the cops have to do. They have to make that split-second decision. Yep. You know, there was one, I told you, there was a video I saw the other day of a guy walking up to a, a guy in a car 
you know, and, and, and he had a warrant out for his arrest and he walked up to, and he knew exactly who he was. He go, Hey man, what's your name? And the guy says, he gives him, he says, no, that's not you. I know what your real name is. And you know, the cops go, come on, get out of the car, get out of the car. And the guy won't. So he opens up the door and shoots the cop with a shotgun and the shot and the cop, you know, falls backwards and returns fire and kills the guy. You know, in that case, you know, they, they killed the guy, but go like, good grief. You know, I mean, all the crazy stuff they go to through. To be put in harm's way every single day. Every day. Every that, hour of every day. That's like, for me, it happens two hours every day. Between six and eight, I'm put in harm's way with Shelly on the radio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait till you see the bite me face. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I don't know how I do it. A good thing I got my Kevlar Haynes on this morning. It is 727. Mm-hmm. Westplex 107.1. Dancing with the Stranger. Okay, here's what I... I'm Shelly, she's Brad, which you give all that stuff. Web address for the radio station is... We all have, that stuff. We you have, know who we are. Yeah, we have three stations. Uh, KSLQ.com, Westplex1071.com, and KRAP.website. And you can find out more about what we do at BSTheMorning.show. How about that? Four websites to give. Okay, so you know these stupid little clickbait things you go on like, hey, you're not going to believe what happened when you were, you know, 23 years old and you use all this goofy stuff or like are the, the ones that are just like outright lies. You see, like there's a picture of like Dr. Phil and his wife and it says like, you're not going to believe what Dr. Phil did to his wife. You know, and it's like, it's like, okay, let me read Yes, I, I know. And, and uh, Christina Applegate is gone forever. Okay. So here's the, the one I found. And it says, The Strange Tale of Nellie's Abandoned Mansion. And it's on this website called 12up, 12up.com, 12up.com. And here's the first paragraph. Imagine trekking through the backwoods of Missouri and stumbling upon a deserted mansion. Would you run for your life for fear of a deranged serial killer lurking inside? Would you wonder whether this eerie building is a shelter for zombies waiting for sundown? Would you peek through the windows and hope there is nothing gruesome lurking within? Oddly enough, you were able I would to, do that. <laughs> oddly enough, if you were able to explore this property, you would be more likely to ask for an autograph than go for running for the hills. Though this home looks as though it had been abandoned, it is actually a pet project of the rapper Nelly. Shocked, perplexed, mind boggled, all of the above. We get it. Why in the world would a successful entertainer and musician choose to purchase a mansion located smack dab in the middle of an eerie forest in Missouri? Eerie forest in Missouri called Wildwood. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like eerie forest. You think it's like down someplace like Mark Twain Forest or something like that. You know, like in the middle of nowhere. Okay. The article goes on and it keeps going. Uh, the isolation alone is worrisome. Isolation. Oh, think. From where this place is, you're five minutes from Eureka. There's a McDonald's. There's there's a, a Breadco, there, a Walmart. There's, there's a Breadco. There's a Walmart. There's a White Castle. You know, you're 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 six minutes from Six All Flags. The right. You're in the middle of the isolation alone is worrisome. With no neighbors to call for help, should something go awry, wild will come. get this. Nobody will hear you. Wild animals. In the dark. No, get this in one. The night. No, wild animals stalk you in the darkness of night. An escapee from the psych ward looking for his next victim. You get the gist. Aside from the terrors one's mind can conjure up, there are logistical issues as well. I mean, what if you run out of toilet paper? Okay. And it's, it's... What if they turn that into a haunted house for October? <laughs> okay, wait, wait. And maybe this is no, like a precursor. No, 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 no. Listen to the last paragraph. Okay, this is about Nellie's, Nellie's place out there in Wildwood, okay? 
it's and the 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 title of the paragraph is trees for days as you can see from the photos the enormous mansion is situated on top of a hill and is completely surrounded by huge forests full of trees as far as the eye can see yeah if you look over the here you can see hidden valley ski resort right <laughs> it's down the street while it is stunningly beautiful it is also just as remote as you can get yes yes it is okay it goes on aside from the isolation the house hasn't been lived in in years. Parts of it are still in disarray from the renovation. Because there is no one there at night, the property would be pitch black. While nighttime hiking isn't really a thing, not sure this would be a welcoming sight for someone who got lost in the woods. Right, you're going to get lost in wild woods. Now we have only been told what you think the house is in Missouri, so let's get a bit more specific. The remote mansion and its surrounding property are situated in the town of Wildwood, 30 minutes or so west of St. Louis. Okay, now it comes out. It's 30 west of St. Ever heard of it? Well, most people haven't. Even the people in Chesterfield haven't heard of Wildwood. We know that. Nellie actually moved to St. Louis with his mother as a teenager. When he was in high school, he and some friends formed the group The St. Lunatics and performed in St. Louis, as well as the surrounding areas. This may be part of the reason he has attracted to this home. Uh, sign on the dotted line. That's another paragraph. Nellie signed on the dotted line in 2002, and with keys in hand, he came up with an elaborate plan for renovations. Mind you, the house was a relatively new build at the time, having built, been constructed in 1998, which is still weird. You know, when you think about the whole thing. For 1998 and today, I guess, this was considered a monstrous build, which was built using only the best materials, so the purchase price was pretty steep. The mansion was listed for a whopping $2.5 million, though Nelly hasn't disclosed the price he actually paid for it. Now keep in mind that this was listed in the Missouri real estate market that tends to be a bit more affordable than California and New York. Not your average home. Obviously, the real estate median price range for mansions varies from state to state, no matter what. The $2.5 million price tag is slightly unusual for Missouri as per Zillow. The average home sells for roughly $183,000. Hear that? Uh, anyway, but this is no average home, right? The square footage, surrounding property, amenities, and materials used all make it somewhat incomparable to the average Missouri home. So with the property being such a one-of-a-kind, why is it essentially being abandoned? And it says business decision. Well, it turns out that Nelly wasn't feeling nostalgic when he purchased the property. Instead, he acquired it with the intention of remodeling and then flipping the home with the help of a friend who is a licensed contractor. I don't think that was the story. It wasn't the story he bought it for his sister? Remember, his sister... That's what I heard. And his, his sister died. His sister had... It's sad. His, I looked that up. His sister had some 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 nasty disease, and she, she died. And he's mentioned this. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken... I didn't actually watch it, but somebody told me about this, that when he was on Dancing with the Stars, he said he was dedicating his performance to his sister, the memory of his sister. Let me see if I can find that. Nellie's, she was not that old. I think she was like late 20s, early 30s when she died. And he was like supposedly very, very close to her. Nellie's sister. Let's see if I can find that. Uh, da, 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 da. Jackie Donahue. Uh, the sister of St. Louis rapper was, was 31, March 25th, 2005. She was 31. And she died of leukemia. God, that's sad. Um, and there's pictures of her. There's all sorts of interviews with her on Channel 5. Um, and uh, Nellie's sister dies of leukemia. Uh, Nellie was enraged after her sister Jackie died of leukemia. Look back. This is from... Uh, um, this is from People.com. How Nellie paid tribute to his late sister. Uh, yeah, there, right here. There's a story right here. Nellie... Uh, I remember reading this. Nellie honored his late sister Jackie Donahue with a moving performance on Dancing with the Stars Monday night. This was back in 2020. This was this article was written um, November 3rd of 2020, so it's coming up on on a year old. Okay, not even a year old. Grammy-winning singer and his partner Danielle Karagash 
hit the ballroom floor to dance the rumba to Nobody Knows by Tony Rich Project, which Nelly 46 revealed was one of his favorite sister's favorite songs. Donahue died in 2005 after being diagnosed with leukemia. She was 31. Quote, my sister Jackie was very special to me. She was my big sister, so she definitely acted like it. He said in a video package that aired during the show prior to his performance. She was a tough cookie, such a loving and caring person, and she was the caption of the, caption of the ship until she was no longer able to be it. Of Donahue's diagnosed with leukemia in 2001, he admitted, when it literally hits home, it's a little different feeling. And he bought It the, is. That's true. He bought the house for her. That was the story. Wasn't that the story? It, because that would make sense because he said he was she, she was diagnosed in 2001 and he bought the house in 2002. And the house was supposed to be for her and he started working on it. Um, and um, then he, he then when she passed away, he stopped. I think that's the story because that would make sense. He bought it and she got diagnosed in 2001. He bought the place in 2002. He started fixing up. And he was doing all sorts of work to it's going to be her house. And she and I think she last couple of years, I don't think she I think she ended up staying in the hospital most of the time. And because um, she was being treated for leukemia, which is once again, nasty disease. I've Horrible. lost I've lost friends to leukemia. You know, sometimes you think you think, OK, and I'm going to say something that people get mad. You know, if you believe in God, why does God do things to people like that? Why does God have cancer? Why does God have leukemia? Why does God have COVID-19? Why is that? I don't quite understand that, but I'm not that smart of a guy, so I probably wouldn't understand anyway. Anyway, so that's the story. So it's this goofy, stupid article about, you know, it's it's lurking in the woods and it's near nowhere. It's like, come on. It's like it's like these people that, that like, you know, if you travel at all, you say you're from St. Louis, oh, 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 is it safe to live there? Aren't you near Ferguson? Do you, do you, does your car have bullet holes in it from when you're driving down the highway? I've heard that, that if you're anywhere in the St. Louis area, if you're within 100 miles of St. Louis, you get shot at all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My, I got my, wear my Kevlar underwear and yeah we all drive around in Brinks trucks because that's the only way you can drive and not get shot yeah it's terrible yeah yeah matter of fact when you go in certain parts of the city you have to have the 50 caliber machine gun on the roof you know and you have to have somebody with you to fire the machine the you know the 50 caliber you know and you have to be you throw the smoke grenade so you can drive through neighborhoods and they won't see you. yeah it's terrible it's terrible yeah Ferguson's terrible you know what I'm saying I do <laughs> it's like come on you know, I mean, and the crazy thing about it is... And it's it is, really not terrible. What do you mean it's not terrible? Ferguson is not terrible. I was there the other day and driving through and thinking to myself, God, this is so nice. This is so sad. You know, and even to the point where I heard Steve Ellman. You know, I, I, I don't know what you think of... I, I, you know, I know people are going to think like, oh, he's brown-nosing Steve because he does business in St. Charles County. Steve Ellman is a down-to-earth kind of guy. I mean, he really is. He's to me, he's like the unpolitician politician. He's not like, hey, boy, hey, don't forget, I'm go- I'm going to be reelected next week. You know, he's not one of those kind of guys. You know, and you want to hear a funny story? Steve Elman told me. Steve Elman is a lifelong St. Charles resident. I believe he was born and raised. I think he was born at, at St. Joe's Hospital right there in downtown St. Charles. So this, he told me this story one time. As a matter of fact, because I tell you the background. I went and spoke at the St. Louis, the St. Charles County Council when they were doing the Better Together thing. Remember that crap, that junk with Better Together? And the reason, Yes, where they wanted to combine. And the reason they wanted to put St. Charles County into the mix as well, too. And they had this guy by the name of, um, what's his name, John Kelly. Or, or he's, a, he's a 
political guy. He's always on Camo X all the time. Um, uh, there's there's two guys, Kelly. And, oh yeah, him. We go way back. Right. Anyway, they they had him. He was one of the paid shills who was being paid by by the Better Together people to come to the county council. And I heard he was going to be there and talk. Well, it's going to be great. We're going to combine the city and the county. We want to include St. Charles County. Well, you can imagine how they went over with the St. Charles County people. So I got the I got my little three minutes. And I stood up there and talked. And and then I started to leave after you know you, you, you say, and one of the guys said to me he, he got on the microphone and said Brad please stay for a minute we want to talk to you more so they interviewed me more with the county council anyway at the end of the meeting Steve Elman came over and sat down next to me and Aww. and what's he says hey thanks for showing up appreciate your support of St Charles County and we need more people like you blah 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 and I go I go you know what because I moved out there in '84 and I told the story before my boss who you met Ron Grubbs. When he heard I was buying a house in St. Charles County, he said to me, hey, I hear you buying a place in St. Charles County. I go, yeah. And he goes, is it a single wide or a double wide? Mm. <laughs> you know, right? You know, like Mr. But back then, there was a lot of yeah, but, uh, but, farmland yeah, where but, it could be but a single again, wide or double wide. Once again, that's like a snooty comment. You know, that would mean like, you know, they'd well, be like. yeah, but it was probably appropriate for the okay. time frame. So Steve Elman tells me. That in his younger years, before he's married, he's dating. And a friend of his sets him up with a date with a woman who lives in St. Louis County. So so he, he called, you know, back in the day, hey, you know, they talked on the phone and, you know, it's sort of like a blind date. And he said, well, hey, why don't we go out to dinner and I'll pick you up. So he goes to pick her up at her house and she opens the door and she looks out and she says to him, where's your pickup truck? Oh, how hilarious. (laughs) Because he's driving a car. And she says, and she was serious. She says, well, you told me you lived in St. Charles. Doesn't everybody who lives in St. Charles drive a pickup truck? (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Ah, yes. Yes. Once again, it's, and you know, and and back in the day, the only people that drove pickup trucks were construction workers and farmers. Now everybody drives a pickup truck. How things have changed, right? Yes, they have, and, and those pickup trucks, they are pretty advanced. Oh my God! I mean, I saw. I, you know, one time um, in band camp, no, one time we got a flat tire, and uh, so I called this group called the Shenanigans, and I called them because that's where we were on the way over to, and they came over and changed out the tire for us, and I got in their truck because it was like two below, and all of a sudden. I started feeling uncomfortable and I'm like, Dan, your truck is feeling me up. It had massagers in the seat. I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, you know, what, what brand truck was it? I think it was a GMC if I'm oh, not mistaken. That's the special Sage version they had. <laughs> It's, oh, is that what it was? It's, because I'm like, okay, this is creeping me out. I need to get out of here. Yeah, I mean, it really was. It was not expected. It came from the Sage uh, GMC division over there. Yeah, they, it must have. They build them special over there. Oh, it, it, it came from somewhere. It's 746. It is Westplex 107.1 and KSOQ and AM 1350 KRAP, all combined in the Trimal cast right here on BS the Morning dot show. Did I get that all right, Shelly? Did I do okay? You absolutely did. The Trimal cast. You know, I'm so glad it's back. Uh, it's back, yes. At least until the internet blows up again. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm running. I'm I'm going to wear a hole in the carpet here at the studio, going back and forth between studios. Because in the other studio, I got I got Hot Poker 104.9 on. 
Oh my God, it's fascinating. They're talking about. Stop it. They're talking about. If you don't know, Jamie Allman's doing this new talk show, and it's all about all about hot poker, because he's the expert on hot poker, and uh, him and Vic Porcelli, but Vic's is on the other station, and it's another new talk station. And you know, just when you thought, you know, I mean, once again, there was like. You turned on the radio back in the 30s, and there was music, and then there was rock and roll music, and there was country music, and then there was three kinds of country music, and there was four times of rock and roll. You had progressive, and you had oldies, and you had top 40, and now there's 14 zillion times of talk radio, and the new format in St. Louis is called Hot, Hot Poker 104.9, and it's all about poker, and they were just discussing the benefits of coded versus uncoded playing cards, and I didn't realize there was a huge difference, but oh my God, I'm learning so much from Hot Poker 104.9. Did you know the difference between coded and uncoded cards? Um, are you talking about cards as in what you all used to play? No, no, cards, poor cards. Cards, cards, um, cards like that you smoke. No, cards, deck, deck cards. You know, remember? Oh, hot, gambling cards. Yes. yes. There's coded and uncoded cards. Some of the, yeah. yeah, there's a big difference. And in, in matter of fact, there is. Oh my God, it's huge. And and to the point where if you if you understand the nuances between coded and uncoded cards, um, you know you can learn how to play poker better. It's one of those things. And you know, and they have special. They have special. Matter of fact, did you did you know they now have poker gloves? Did you, did you see the poker gloves? No. Yeah, special gloves that you hold your cards with. Just like you know, you have a golf glove and you have. a a, you know, in baseball you have a hitting glove, and you know, in tennis you have a tennis glove, and stuff like that. There's a there's a poker glove. God, I'm learning so much from Hot Poker 104.9. And John Beck is, is there really a poker glove? Yeah, there's. Didn't you know about that? No, you're lying. It's a, it's a big fat lie. Stop it. No, it's a special glove you wear when you play poker. Uh-huh. It's a poker glove. It's like a special glove that I use when I sit there and hey, slap you upside the head. Have you ever been to one of these sports stores that has everything like sports you didn't even know existed? They, you know, they have stuff like that, like, you know. I know. Right? Like They do. Like, and it's like, like, well, this is interesting. Do, do you, know, you, know, you know what happened since the Olympics were on? You can't find a badminton set anywhere in St. Louis. They're all gone. People, oh, I want to play badminton. <laughs> And and you know why? Why? It's really huge over in over in over in Sage. Okay. Because everybody's talking about the shuttlecocks. So <laughs> did I just uh, <laughs> I, that was you, that was not me for the record. Okay, pumpkin. <laughs> and the thing I used to work in Sage, I tell people that people go like, oh, "You worked in Sage?" Yes, I worked in Sage. Well, you wore the clubs? No, worked at the airport. You know, because the it was weird. By the way, did you know? Did you know this crazy thing? Did you know that it's no longer Cahokia over there? You know, on the north side of the airport, it was it was Sage, and the south side it was Cahokia. Do you know they changed? Right, because that's where Cahokia Mounds are. But it's it's a different. They combined a bunch of cities called Cahokia Heights or something like that. You know about this? No. Yeah, and this is no BS. Let me see if I can find. It. I think it's called Cahokia Heights. They combined, they combined like you know Brooklyn and a bunch of those small little cities over there. Cahokia. Let me see if I can find it. They did it. I think like last year. And I'm right one day. I go, what? Cahokia Heights. Yeah, Cahokia Heights is um, Cahokia Heights, Illinois, is a city in Saint Clair County. It is founded May 6, twenty twenty one, just a couple months ago, by the merger of the villagers of Cahokia, Allerton, as well as the city of Centerville. So there's now, instead of having... There's no Centerville either? No, it's Cahokia Heights. So maybe that was their one West One. 
Uh, no, maybe May, that was to better together. May 6, 2021. Uh, and I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think Cahokia. Let me think about this for a minute. Cahokia is on the south side of the airport. How in the world is Cahokia, Allerton, and Centerville connected? Because Cahokia is on the south. Because if, you, if, you're, if you're going on Route 3, if you come off the Poplar Street Bridge, when you go south on Route 3, you're in East St. Louis. Then you're in, then you're in Sauge. Then you're in Cahokia. Cahokia is south. How in the world is Cahokia and Allerton and Centerville combined? I don't know about that. Anyway, it was just it was just done back in May 6, 2021. Here, let me look at the Wikipedia page, and it says, "You know what? I'm right. They're not, they're not connected. How in the world can that be? There's a map, and there's there's this, the three different cities are not connected. It shows Sauge. I don't understand that. How in the world can you have a city, and not and have three parts that aren't connected together? I don't get it." I'm I don't to, either. I have to do some investigation on this because it shows, sure, like I said, Cokie is in the south. If you come across the Poplar Street Bridge, you're on, you're in East St. Louis. When you go south on Route 3, you're in Sauge. Then you're in Cokie, which is south of Sauge. And it shows Centerville to the northeast. And there's the little finger of Sauge that's in, the, in between them. And then there's another little unincorporated area. And then there's Allerton. How in the world is that all one city now? That is so weird. Let me read it somewhere. History. Uh, Residents of Cahokia, Allenton, and Centerville voted for the merger of their towns by 61 to 37% margin in November 3rd of 2020. Transportation. Cahokia Heights is a home to St. Louis Downtown Airport, a general aviation facility. Metro operates this number two bus route to East St. Louis, Illinois, where it's connections. Education. Cahokia Unit School District 187 operates schools, blah, 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 blah. This is weird. I didn't think you could do that. I think they had to. I thought they had to be contiguous. But what do I know? I'm a guy on a radio. I don't know anything. You're, don't, a guy, you're just a guy on the radio. I'm just some stupid guy comes out of your speakers, right? That's a, <laughs> that sounded weird. Oh my it? goodness! It's seven fifty-eight. It's time for it's us. It's time for. Go ahead. For us to go. It's time for hey, us to go. Hey, hey, goodbye. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Check out uh, bsinthemorning.show if you want to hear the entire program. I'll have it up in about a half an hour from now, okay? Because that's on Podcaster. That's right. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R-R. Correct. Dot com. 758. Dot com.